Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Eat Blog Talkers, hey, how are you? I am super excited to talk about Pinterest today, specifically Pinterest growth from my perspective as a blogger. First though, if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review Eat Blog Talk, I would be so grateful. It takes two minutes and those two minutes of your time are so appreciated and they also add great value to Eat Blog Talk. So thank you. I'm really so grateful for every single person who takes the time to do this. One more thing before we dive into Pinterest, if you have not yet joined the new amazing Eat Blog Talk community, you've got to go do it. You will find so much value inside, including connecting with other food bloggers in a deeper way and having access to exclusive value such as themed content bundles. These have been really popular and challenges also to keep you on track and so much more. Here's a testimonial from Alexis from Fancy Apron Cooking. She says, quote, this is the place to get what your blog needs. The EBT community truly is a community. You can connect with bloggers, view helpful resources, and get tips for your blog that you take immediate action on. I was blown away to see some big blog names here in the community, and that is when I knew I was in the right place. End quote. Go to eblogtalk.com for more information, and we will see you inside. Let's dive into Pinterest. I love Pinterest. Pinterest has always been really good to me. Pinterest is also a hot topic currently because many food bloggers have seen some volatility within Pinterest traffic and inside the platform recently, which is pretty timely because it is also our monthly theme and focus here in October 2020. We're starting to theme each month, by the way, and that carries over from the podcast in to the EBT community. We have an upcoming live webinar. We're calling them Conversations with Experts. We are hosting inside the EBT community on Thursday, October 22nd, 2020 with Christy Hill from christyhill.com. She is going to answer all of your Pinterest questions and she is a wealth of knowledge on the topic of Pinterest. So don't miss out on the opportunity to pick her brain. Join at the member level to have access to this. And after October 22nd, the video of our chat will live inside the EBT community. So you can always watch it at a later date if you are a member. As I mentioned, I've observed a lot of commotion recently about Pinterest and some lost traction inside the platform for some. So I thought it might be helpful to talk through my own experience with it, not as a Pinterest expert necessarily, but as someone who is a food blogger who has found success within the platform. To start, I will tell you about my journey with Pinterest. Pinterest was a very new thing when I started blogging 10 years ago. Food bloggers saw really quick traction with getting their content seen because at that point, there just was not a ton of competition. I noticed right away that I didn't have to work very hard at all to get saves and clicks. So I really dug in, which helped me to get the momentum rolling. I realized this is not how it currently is Today, Pinterest is extremely saturated, especially with food-related pins, 
But something that has not changed from then to now is that getting the momentum rolling is really important. Something else that hasn't changed, and another thing I observed right away, is that Pinterest is a visual platform. As food bloggers, we communicate about the food we make through words on our blogs, but on Pinterest, we communicate through photos. Yes, we can add words and add descriptions, but if our photos don't make people's mouths water and invite an emotional response, the words honestly don't matter at all. Because of this, the quality of our photos is vitally important on Pinterest. Back in 2010 through probably 2013, this realization propelled me to hone my photography skills in a whole new way. As my photography started to improve, my Pinterest traction definitely got better. Pinterest is actually the reason I started doing the super close-up hero shot style because when I'm scrolling through Pinterest and looking at pins, those are the ones that have always stood out to me. It's kind of funny to think that Pinterest has shaped the way I photograph food, but it totally has. I've basically created this personal photography style that caters to Pinterest. I saw what a huge traffic driver Pinterest was right off the bat, and I did whatever I could initially to please that platform, so to speak. For the first eight years of my blogging journey, Pinterest delivered between 65 to 80% of my total traffic. After a big Pinterest update in 2018, my traffic from the platform tanked, which is what launched me into exploring other avenues to get traffic. So Google, Facebook, etc. And that is the reason it is no longer quite as big of a traffic hog for me, but I still do get quite a bit of traction and traffic from Pinterest. Over the years, my Pinterest traffic has slowed down. In 2017, I had 3.5 million users visiting my blog from Pinterest. And this year, 2020, I'm on track to get 1 million users from Pinterest. For some, that might seem like an alarming decrease and a reason to panic, but for me, it makes sense and I'm okay with it and I will give you a few reasons why I'm okay with it. Number one, my huge Pinterest focus early on worked, but as Pinterest has grown and the food blogging scene has become more saturated, I learned the importance of diversifying, which has done so many good things for my business. Number two... What works one year is not going to work the next year. And as a food blogger, it is important to be reminded that adaptability and resilience are vital when it comes to being in this space. Number three, even though my Pinterest numbers are down from where they were a few years ago, it is still working. My followers are constantly growing. Traffic is still coming my way from Pinterest and people are more engaged than ever within the platform. I literally cannot keep up with the comments inside of Pinterest. It's one of those things that I just have to let go. It's like this never ending stream. So clearly people are liking my content and engaging with it. So that is a good, good thing. Number four, I just don't freak out about numbers or changes anymore because I have fully accepted that food blogging is a constantly evolving journey. And this is 100% true. I've learned 
that it's not worth the panic. Now you have a little bit of history about my story with Pinterest, so I want to talk through a few things for you to keep in mind when trying to grow your Pinterest account, no matter what year it is and no matter what stage of the game you're in. Hopefully you can listen to this episode five years from now and these things will still apply. Number one, honor the food photo. This is the number one focus on Pinterest. If you don't have food photos that make people start salivating all over their keyboards, okay, sorry, that was a little gross, (laughs) then you have to back up and you have to keep trying with this. You have got to nail this one or all of the other points are moot. It's hard to critique your own food photography. I remember thinking the first photos I took of guacamole were actually decent, when in reality, they looked like a pile of dog vomit. Promise me you will visit the show notes for no other reason than to see proof of this. You can find those at eatblogtalk.com forward slash Pinterest blogger. By the way, this breathtaking photograph never reached the likes of Pinterest, thank God. If you're wondering if your self-photography lens is skewed, like mine definitely was in my early years, I strongly urge you to seek out the opinions of trusted blogger friends. Don't ask your mom or your best friend or your husband. Ask someone who is immersed in the world of food blogging and or food photography who you know will give you honest feedback. And ask a couple of trusted someones just to cover your bases. If the feedback you get is positive, great. You are on the right track. If the feedback comes with a lot of constructive criticism, you will know that you have to rewind and put some serious effort into improving your food photography. There are so many great photographers who have courses and who offer workshops and insights. Visit the show notes for this episode, again, eblogtalk.com forward slash Pinterest blogger for a list of podcast episodes to listen to for food photography advice and help. Even more importantly than seeking outside help for improving your photography, practice a ton. The more you practice, the more quickly you will improve your skills. I spent years taking food photos every single day and I got better really quickly because of that. Commit to taking photos daily for a stretch of time, whether it's a month or three months or six months, then ask your trusted sources for a reevaluation and go from there. And just to hit this message home, how often do you scroll through Pinterest as a user and click over to a recipe that resembles a pile of dog vomit? I really hope your answer to this question is never. You click over to recipes that make you hungry and appeal to your senses. You have to nail this point in order to build a killer Pinterest account. Number two, show love to the new stuff. Pay attention to new features Pinterest rolls out and be sure to put a focus on those things, even if it seems like a waste of time or a nuisance. They've been pushing video pins for a while and they give preference to videos. So this is a clear message for us to upload our videos to Pinterest. Story pins is a new new feature that I believe a lot of us have by now. Don't quote me on that. Click into your Pinterest business account, then click on create, and you should see an option to create story pin. If you don't see this, I think you should soon. So keep peeking back. 
This feature is very new, as I mentioned, and while it does not deliver traffic directly to your site like other pins do, it does focus on increasing that engagement within the platform. Every story pin we have created for my food blog gets tons of impressions almost immediately, which tells me that Pinterest is rewarding me, aka showing the story pins in people's feeds for just the simple act of creating them. Platforms like Pinterest know when you are using the features they are trying to promote, so use those features and you will be rewarded. This is a concept that will never change. Number three, be consistent. This advice applies to any platform, and I say this all the time just about blogging in general, but Pinterest is no exception to this. I mentioned momentum earlier, and the only way you're going to gain momentum is by being super consistent. Pin your own content to the platform consistently at least a few times a week, but daily is even better either directly or by using a scheduling tool like Tailwind. I hear food bloggers all the time mentioning that they don't see the Pinterest traction that they'd like to after being consistent with it for a few months. This is not enough time. A few months is not enough time. In order to get results, you have to pin content to boards that are relevant to your niche consistently, day after day, week after week, month after month, and on and on. Number four, positive talk, positive thoughts. Don't dismiss this point because it is a big one. Thoughts can for real change things. In all the years I've been blogging, I have announced to anyone who will listen that I hate Facebook and I love Pinterest. Go look at my accounts on each of those platforms and you will see that Facebook and Pinterest have shown me the same amount of love back that I have shown to them. Every time I see or hear someone declare their hate for Pinterest and in the same breath show exasperation about not getting traction there, I think, well, of course, if someone wandered around telling everyone in sight how much they hated me, then they came to me asking why I didn't want to hang out. Well, and yes, I do realize Pinterest is not a person, but the same rules still apply. Speak and think positively about Pinterest. It is an incredible platform that is used by bajillions of people. It holds so much opportunity for food bloggers as visual content creators, and it allows us to showcase our passions and our food. The icing on the cake is that we can get traffic and revenue too. Pinterest is your friend. It is a beautiful platform that invites you to be part of its beauty. So talk nice. Remember those numbers I shared earlier? My Pinterest traffic went down from 3.5 million users to 1 million users within three years. That's a big decrease. I could have started cursing Pinterest, flailing my arms around, complaining to anyone who was willing to listen, but I didn't. I accepted it and I continued to love the platform no matter what. Number five, experiment. One of the great things about Pinterest is that there is a lot of room for experimentation. Experiment with pin graphics and placing different types of text on pins. Also experiment with using different types of photos. I mentioned earlier that close-up hero shots work really well with my account, but maybe you can pull people in with perfectly styled overhead images or some other style, or include a few process shots. You could also play around with different types of fonts to see what people prefer from you. 
Experiment with times of day you save pins and boards that you pin to. Engage with people and reply to any comments or photos they leave on your content and see if this boosts engagement within the platform. Spend real actual time in the platform and learn what people want from you. Standing outside the platform and wondering what those Pinterest people want from you is like refusing to go into a party and then wondering why nobody wants to talk to you. Number six, stay fresh. Pinterest has made it more clear than ever that they prefer new, fresh content. They don't want users getting bored and seeing the same old pins circulating around and around. New stuff is fun. That's what people want. This doesn't mean you have to create new recipes every single day. It just means you need to deliver fresh visuals to Pinterest users that won't make them want to gouge their eyeballs out. As food bloggers, we take tons of photos. So use those photos. They're sitting on your computer right now. Show a different angle of the same recipe, plop different text over it, and that is new fresh content. Kind of feel like I could go on and on because as you can probably tell, I'm mildly obsessed with Pinterest, but... I have to stop somewhere, so I think I will stop here. If you ever want to chat Pinterest, I would love to chat about it. Find me on Instagram, send me an email, and we can talk Pinterest all day. Pinterest has given my blog so much love over the years, and I just think it's such a beautiful platform. I hope this episode gives you some ideas about how you can reap some of the magic it has to offer because it is there. I'm going to repeat a few things I already said, but that I feel like you need to hear again. Talk and think positively about your friend Pinterest and join the party. If you don't spend time inside the Pinterest party, you don't really have a right to say that the party sucks. And don't forget to check out my spectacular guacamole photo in the show notes, eblogtalk.com forward slash Pinterest blogger. You are going to be blown away. Have a wonderful day and week, food bloggers. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.